Hey, y'all. It's me, Jess Bubbico, and I am excited to be here with you on the Waking Up with Jess podcast. Each week, I'll invite you to wake up to your inner knowingness, get creative, and march to the beat of your own drum in your business and life. We'll dive into different subject areas from business to health to work, relationships, and beyond. On the podcast, we'll get raw, honest, and real, keeping it a little bit personal, a little bit educational, and most importantly, we're going to have a lot of fun. Each episode, you'll feel like you're sitting down at a coffee shop having an intimate conversation with a few of your best friends. Join me each week as I act as your confidant and friend who loves the heck out of you and wants to see you shine. Come along and wake up with a cup of Jess. Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Woo podcast. My name is Jess Bubico, and I am so excited to have you here today. Today, we've got a very special guest on the show. We've got Alexandria Agresta, who believes in a world where people fully align what they do to make money with what they do to experience meaning and fulfillment in their lives. She calls this the sweet spot between purpose and profit. Alexandria is an international speaker, TEDx speaker, and co-founder of the Purpose Pioneers, where she uses the power of purpose to turn entrepreneurs into thought leaders and businesses into movements. She is a one, three sacral manifesting generator and my best friend. And I'm very excited to have her here today. So Alex, welcome to the Love Your Woo show. I was hoping that you were going to add the last part in that bio that we're besties. I was like, I didn't send her that line. So I'm, I'm glad you, you, you put that in there because that's the most exciting part of the introduction is our little bestiness coming together and, you know, having the amazing conversations that we do. And now people get to, to be in on it. That's what's most exciting. I could not agree more. And I feel like this segues perfectly into how we met. I just feel like it always has to be. <laughs> put out there because it's the best story of all time. So a LinkedIn love story, a LinkedIn and indeed, <laughs> or indeed love indeed.com loves. We were, we were advertising on LinkedIn to get to you on indeed. So a little bit of both. <laughs> okay. And this is, this is the perfection. And this actually aligns, I think very beautifully with this whole series that we're doing about how different types create their businesses. And, um, Really, you know, the purpose of this series is to inspire people to get out of their heads, to get out of the scrolling, the incessant, you call it getting lost in the sauce, the incessant scrolling on Instagram where somebody is like, Hey, I made 27 figures today by doing this process. And if you do this exact process, you will make 27 figures today not knocking anybody's process because process is amazing. And I do believe that we can experience massive financial abundance, sometimes even in a short period of time. But what you and I talked about, which we'll get into a second is around finding your own unique way as opposed and really learning to trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust your process, um, as you go out there and create. So I was, uh, I was creating my business as a manifester and I would go through these boom and bust cycles. I'd be like, I'm going to just initiate. I didn't really know what it meant to be a manifester at the time. I didn't learn about human design until um, later, about six months after this experience. But I was like, I'd go out and I'd, I'd do my manifester thing. I'd manifest and create a bunch of stuff. And then I'd get freaked out and go, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Like, oh my gosh, this isn't the right way. Oh, this isn't sustainable, whatever it may have been. And then I would like hide in a hole. And this has been like my process throughout a lot of my life um, that I have had to work with. But uh, in my little boom cycle, I, in my in my frustration, my anger, I was like, I'm going to find a job. And I went on indeed.com and I found the Purpose Pioneers. They had a posting that was like all the things my business was talking about that I was talking about purpose at the time. And then this like little ray of magic comes out of indeed.com. That's like, you know, like purpose and all this stuff. I'm like, I want to work for that company. And then the rest was history. We became friends. I took your program and now I emcee your events and just so much magic. So and the, the funny part of that story is we didn't even end up hiring anyone. So really the divine appointment was that was supposed to get 
us to you and you to us and for us to come together. And, and yeah, it's, it's the best story ever. And it's just so funny how we're, we're, you know, we have those really crappy days or we think we need to hire someone when really we don't, we need to go read our human design chart for the love of God. Yep. <laughs> but all, in all that, you know, the, the, the not self theme, right. Our anger, frustration, bitterness, whatever we're feeling it, I feel like it always leads us to a breakthrough, a human that we have to meet. And then magic is always on the other side. And now look at us, like however many years later into forever into next lifetimes. A million percent. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think you're exactly right. And as you were speaking, I, I just reflected, I'm a four, six and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I, um, I was in, I was under 30. So I was in my third line as well, just like trialing and erroring the heck out of life and business and how sometimes what seems like a misfortune in the moment, right? I'm giving up, I'm defeated, turns out to be this nugget of gold that we could have never imagined if we hadn't followed our own strategy and authority. Like if I hadn't followed my own intuition in that moment and just applied and not thought about it, not thought about the impulse and gone, oh, well, what does it mean? I won't have a business or it was just like, I don't know what's going to happen, but my body's saying go. And now here we are. So Yay. <laughs> it's amazing. Tell Yay. the good people here about your business and what it is that you do. Yeah. Well, J-Bub shared a little bit about, you know, how the belief that our company was founded on. So I have a business partner, Thomas, and we met in a co-working space and we were just obsessed with how can we do what we love and pay our bills at the same damn time. We really believe we're in this time where we have enough options that we can choose our path, you know, maybe back in the 40s and 50s when there were only a handful of options that luxury wasn't available to us, but we live in this time of abundance and we can choose. So we came together and we were like, oh my goodness, we want Purpose Pioneers to create this world where people fully align what they do to make money with what they do to experience meaning and fulfillment in their lives. And we call that the sweet spot of purpose and profit. And what that means to me is connecting your gifts, what lights you up, what is you know, innate and natural to you. It's, it's definitely all up in your chart with how you run your business. And when we connect those things, it's every day is just, it's flowy. It's effortless. It's fun. It doesn't mean we're not going to have challenges, but I feel like we, when I've operated from the sweet spot, I'm finally surfing the wave of my life instead of, you know, fighting it constantly. And then human design is just supercharged me riding the wave. So we bring that belief to life by working with entrepreneurs to help them use the stage to transform into a thought leader in their industry and turn their business into a movement. I'm a big believer that an entrepreneur running a business is so last year, we are thought leaders furthering a movement that takes us to this deep level of connection of truth. And I feel like every person in the Love Your Woo community takes people to that place. It really is this energetic shift to, I have a story. I have a message. People are waiting for my wisdom. I am more and my business is more. And really this container and community that we've created helps people to leap into that unknown, to access that more, to play in that field of possibility that's just beyond comprehension, right? That place that, that we might stray away from or we might deter from, but when we finally surrender to that, everything becomes possible for us. So that's a little, little tidbit. I have 14,000 things to say <laughs> about what you just said. Like, first off, the first thing I want to just share, there's two things I want to share. Number one, so many of your clients are generators and manifesting generators. And yes. I think it's really interesting. And I never want to, sh- if you feel in your body, you're like, I'm a freaking speaker. And I want to get out there and I want to, you know, bring my message to life. I want to speak. I feel called. I think it's especially important for people who have any kind of motor or energy connected to the throat to use that as one of their gifts to move energy, move their movement, like get their message out into the world. And I think it's really neat that you have as many, especially manifesting generators as you have, because they've all got some kind of motor to the throat, right? Some sort of energy that needs to move. And I feel like speaking is such an amazing way to share your, your message. And what we've been talking about on the podcast is the gene keys, um, pearl sequence. And we talk about what is the first 
energy in that sequence is your core wound, which becomes the thing that you need to go out there and share with people. And what do you help people do? But so many, I mean, so many of your people have had near death experiences or they've had, they have something that has made them want to get on a stage and share a message that maybe changed their life, transformed their life, or was a big challenge that they somehow learned to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. It's funny that you're right. I totally forgot. We have so many ND years <laughs> and I, I really think it's because, you know, they've been to, as we call it, Gus lands, they've been there, they've come back and they're like, Oh my God, the most important thing that I have is my truth, my story. And that is why I love empowering people to get their butt on a stage because at the end of the day, all you have is your word. All you have is your story. All you have is your experiences in the arena. And I believe, this is just my personal belief, it is one of our most important duties and responsibilities when we become this squishy giant human to go share that with the world. Maybe you're not ready for, you know, the big stage with the microphone and the lights, but if you're speaking to people today, if you have a phone call, if you're going to post on social media, whatever you're doing, guess what? You're already a public speaker because you're already speaking. You're already communicating in a way to move something forward, right? Why do we run a business? We want to inspire someone to make change, especially as solopreneurs, especially as heart-centered, purpose-driven people. We want to shift people into their awakening, right? Or helping them be who they want to be and do what they want to do. And there's literally no better way to do that than to speak and to use your words to influence. And the stage just supercharges that. And the coolest part is everything's a freaking stage. So that's my, my, my shocker. And my breaking news is you're already a speaker. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. You're already a speaker. Now we get to supercharge it. <laughs> yes. Life yeah. is a stage. Life yeah. is a stage. So yep. this brings me to, I want to just point out to people again, that you are a one, three sacral manifesting generator. And so I want to talk a little bit about, cause I've been with you for most of the journey of creating your business, not most, probably like two years into creating your business or year. And I don't really know the exact logistics, but I want to know a little bit about what your process and journey has been like as a one, three manifesting generator, specifically that sort of trial and error piece that has come with creating your business. So tell me a little bit about what that process has been like for you. Yeah. So I'll, I'll break down my one threeness and then I'll share more about my manifesting generatorness. So there's right. The, the two parts for me are the one in my profile, right? The investigator and the research and wanting to know all the things that is really important in my creative process. I have to have scheduled uninterrupted time where I can go into a wormhole and I can research. I can watch like six and a half documentaries in like an hour. Jess always just cracks up at that. She's like, I don't know how you bend time, but you do. You just watch like six things. It's only been an hour. You also like, you know, freaking did a whole a, a Zoom call at the same time. I don't know how you're doing it. I just, I just in the wormhole, time bends. It's, it's not linear. It's incredible. So the one in me, I always have to have that creative space to just go in. This is when I hermit. I don't want to talk to anyone. I let all of my people know my business partner, boyfriend, best friend. I'm like, I will be in the, in the hole. I'll let you know when I come out. I love you. Live your life. Come back with all the crazy stories. I'll keep you posted when I come out. It's usually a couple of days. So that really helps me to trial and error, right? I'm, I'm clear on what is the thing that I want to play with that I just uncovered in my creative wormhole and in my investigation. What's the thing that I want to move forward with? And then from there in my business, which is, you know, very different from my business partner, it's, it's really cool how we're similar and different at the same time. I need the space to just try stuff. I have to try things. I have to give it a whirl. I got to put it out to my community. And this is where I, something I love about my profile. And, you know, maybe this definitely a part of this is my upbringing. I've, I've never been scared to talk about the thing before it's a thing because it's a part of my process. I have to talk about it. I have to trial and error it in order for it to become real, for it to, to fully manifest. So it's interesting. I've, I've had people say like, wow, Alex, like you, you, you just talk about the thing before you've done it or before you have a, 
a, a, an actual solidified thing. I'm like, well, of course. And this probably goes to the speaker in me and you know, moving energy through speaking. I'm like, well, I have to talk about it for it to become real. What am I going to create it in the wormhole without any response from the world? So that flows beautifully into being a manifesting generator. What's what I realize is I'm not pure responding to my environment. I, I thought I was, but I'm really half and half. I have to inform my community of what I'm doing, what I'm trial and erroring. I'll do a post like, hey, if I did this, would you be interested? If I did this, would you come? And it's crazy. Those posts have the most success rate in my business, which, you know, of course, aligned with the design, baby. So then Always. from there, then I'm able to respond. Once I inform and get that initial you know, baseline. Now I can go, okay, let's play with that. Let's tinker with that. And now I, I've created an environment pretty much to be able to respond to things. And then from there, I'm really clear on what I want to move forward with and what product I want to create or what thing I want to try. And it's really cool because I don't feel like I'm doing it alone. I've, I've, I am able to get that support and response from, from my people. So it feels like this almost like communal experience, which is really, really exciting to me. I love it. And I think what you said too is, and I think, so for those who, who don't know about the one, three profile, but I think most people who are listening to this are pretty human design inclined. Um, you know, it is that investigator and an old terminology investigator martyr. And it's this idea of, I have to trial and error something. I have to go out and try it in order to become an expert in something. And it's not that you necessarily even have to say, like, I have to choose what I am going to become an expert in before I start. Because if we think back to even, you know, a couple of years ago, you guys were more in like the online course building world where you were building your program and it looked a certain way. Right. And you may have said to yourself, oh, uh, we're going to go into like, I don't know, building courses on purpose and um, alignment versus as you, as you trialed and errored, a trial and errored things. And it's even just trial and learning. Like as you've learned and you've tried things out and you've allowed yourself in that very like um, one, three way to, to not worry about what the outcome was going to be, but to really trust that sacral response of where you get that yes. And where you get that no it naturally has brought you to where you need to go. So it's naturally made you go, wow, maybe I tried this. The energy wasn't working here. And I'm, and I'm realizing when I go and speak on stages, my life lights up, my world lights up. So let me, what if I tried that out? And then what happened as a result of trying that where we don't have to see the entire road ahead of us or know exactly what the thing is in order to just get started making a difference in the lives of other people and making a difference in serving ourselves and serving others. Yeah. So I'm curious for you, like, what are some of the things that you tried as you have been on your way to being, you know, creating the thought leader year? What are some of the things that you found yourself trying some of the places where maybe you found yourself getting stuck within this industry, um, along your process to kind of becoming, a speaking expert, if you will. Expert. Yeah. I, I always forget that. You always beautifully reflect that back to me. A big part of the one, three profile is an outcome of trial and erroring, going into the hole, figuring it out is becoming an expert at something. And, and it's interesting. I never really liked that word. I never really jived with it until you just kept saying it. I'm like there, you know, maybe I just had a story around, around that, but it is a big part of my design to be an expert and an authority in my thing. And the more that I show people that this is my craft and I I've committed to this and I go in wormholes every Thursday around this, and this is where I fell and how I picked myself back up. And I've learned that that is what a big part of what creates my magnetism. You know, my speakers are like, she's been there. She's done it. I, I trust in that. And now I want her to teach me the ways and it's going to save me time, energy, and money. And I know that can go for a lot of, especially coaches, healers, people who are teaching people how to do something, uh, you know, without all the shit that we had to go through, but it's extra prevalent for me. And I, I see that it really charges my magnet. So just wanted to, to comment on, on that, that word expert in case that, you know, uh, 
awakened something for anyone because that word was a little funky to me back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, but you know, initially where my brain went, I was like, my God, I've tried it all. <laughs> I've literally tried every marketing thing, every sales thing, every program time frame. Like I have tried it all. And it's funny now that I know that this is, this is a huge part of my process. I'm so grateful because I was able to experience all of it to know what doesn't feel in alignment with me and what does. And mainly the things that just never felt in full alignment with me is Facebook ads, social media. Like I'm present on social media, but I had this belief that in order to be successful, I have to post every day. I have to do this type of content and and life is just taken over by content creation. And like, my God, I, I also have other things that I need to do to, to further the movement and the business. And, you know, just where I got hung up with social media is one day it could be amazing. And then the next day, everyone is shooting at each other and, and everyone hates each other. I'm like, whoa, what just happened? You know, the energy of a platform that I pour myself into, it's really important to me. I imagine that's really important to, you know, everyone listening to this, like the energy has to be in alignment with, with who I am and you know, social media, just, it's like, you never know what you're going to get. It's, it's, it's not consistent. And I, I need consistency in everything that I'm going to pour my consistency into. And also it's just, it's tough, like posting something and, you know, not getting a response or not getting feedback and that's okay. But I don't know if it's moving the needle forward. I, I don't know if it's actually doing anything. So that just never really felt good for me. And then, you know, once we got to Facebook ads, I just was so Facebook ads to me, like, please, connect me with the people that Facebook ads actually works for you because it never worked for you, girl. Like we have hired the best of the best. We have dumped, I don't even want to say the number because it's terrifying. We have dumped so much money into that. And I, I really believe it just never was supposed to work for us because once we got to, to that style of marketing and sharing our message with the world, we were so far away from what was in alignment with my design and, and my business partner too. We were so far away from the frequency that we wanted to be at. It was like way over there. Like we're in a different country. So it just, it, it ripped me out of the frequency that I need to be in to be magnetic, to feel aligned, to feel joy, to feel flow. And the stage, it just kept calling me back like a little, like a little freaking stalker in my ear, like stage, stage. I'll never forget the turning point for me. I called Thomas on FaceTime. I'm, I'm in tears. Like, I'm like, what are we doing wrong? Like, what are we doing wrong? What are we not doing? It was total breakdown moment. And I, in my tears, I just kept saying, all I want to do is speak on stage. And he said, Alex, cancel everything. Do nothing, but speak on stage. Do nothing. I don't care if we have something planned for tomorrow, it's canceled. Go do the thing that you want to do and that you know you need to do for this movement. And it wasn't, it, it still took a little while because I was really, you know, lost in the sauce. It, it took me like climbing out of it and rewiring my brain back to my own truth. But it, it wasn't finally until I surrendered to that, that everything changed. And we, we started experiencing the flow again. We're like, oh my God, we're back. We were so far away. Uh, and it's just the stage, the stage, the stage, the stage. So now we, 100% of our, amazing dream clients come from the stage, whether that's me leveraging other people's stages or we're creating our own stage. And that, that right there has catapulted us into everything that we were dreaming of when we were lost in the damn sauce. I am getting misty over here in my eyeballs because I feel like a, it's just been so fun to watch you. And I know same for you watching me and creating my business So many people, and I've been talking about this with so many of my clients, so many people are lost in the idea that social media is the way that you have to build your business. And it could not be farther from the truth. It is a way to share your business. I think about you being a one, three manifesting generator. If you were using Instagram for, um, like tips and tricks on like speaker expert tips and sharing your story and you were using it in alignment with yourself. That's how I think social media is meant to be used in alignment with what our particular design is. I'm a four, six. I keep asking myself, how can I share wisdom and connect people with my community? 
even thinking about this podcast, you and me talking here, like you are my community, you are my soul family. Like this is my fourth line coming to life. And so I think that so many people are getting stuck in that thinking when I remember listening to David Nagel back in the day, David Nagel is a manifester. And I always felt a deep connection to him and his work, not because I necessarily agree with what he does or how he does it. Like, I don't feel like this sense of like, I want to do that exactly in that way. But to me, he does have the manifester quality of like, initiate, make things happen, call people, do all these things. And I always resonated with his methodology of how he creates his business because I'm a manifester. And I didn't know this before I learned my design and learned about his design. I actually emailed his staff uh, and was like, Hey, can I read David's chart? This was years ago. Cause I'm like, I want to know what he is and why I resonate so much with him. And then I was like, well, of course, because the way he's creating his business is in alignment with how I'm designed to create my business, whether the content matches or not, is not the thing. It's the, it's the how for me. Um, so at, the thing that I always think about that he would say in his seminars is God works through people. So go out and connect with people. There's a shit ton of people on social media, but there's a shit ton of people attending conferences. There's a shit ton of people on me, going to meetups that align with what you are passionate about. We are here to be in business, to be of service again to self and others. So the most important thing is to go and get connecting, whether your pitch is exactly perfect or not, like go try it out. Like, I think it's more admirable to just get started trying versus trying to figure out, you know, the exact perfect way to pitch yourself. If you pitch yourself in some kind of way and people don't get it, you're going to get that feedback and then you're going to go and you're going to, you're going to try it again in a new way. Um, so I just got on a little bit of a soapbox there, but I just wanted so he, to, yeah, I have some ahead. thoughts on that. I just want to supercharge yeah. everything you're saying. So I'm going to almost make a bold claim, but I think boldness is what can start shifting the way that we see things. If you're listening to this right now, if you didn't post a single thing on any social media platform for the rest of the year, I bet you, you will be more aligned in your business and you'll make more money than you did last year. I know it sounds crazy, but I betcha, like a little thought experiment, because here's the thing, like Jess is saying, social media is only one way to grow your business. And I, you know, I just, I feel like being, yes, you know, we're, we use Zoom and lives and all that, but being hurled behind a screen, communicating via our thumbs, that is a completely different way to communicate than showing up to an event and talking to someone in real life or getting on a connection call and seeing their face on Zoom. I, I think social media creates this, this barrier and this bit of a disconnected experience between you and the people that you want to serve. Again, I'm not negating the people who rock it on social media, but clearly it is somehow in alignment with their strategy and their authority and their design. And, and I think that is really the shadow side of this online coaching world and this online social media world is the handful of people that freaking crushed it with their one funnel for four years that made them a billion and a half dollars. They have dominated the influence in the, in the market saying, this is possible for you. So everyone's looking at that starry-eyed dumping their freaking savings and taking out a second mortgage on their house. It's berserk. But here's the thing that worked for them. It does not guarantee that that's going to work for you. Yes. Invest in yourself. Yes. Pour money into yourself, but you have to find that first find the, the path and the, the way that that path is going to unfold for you. Like that's the thing that you need to pour into. For me, I was in, I'll never stop investing in myself. That to me, that is hands down. I am the most important person to pour energy, resources, money into. And it, it wasn't finally until I realized social media, Facebook ads, that doesn't work for me. What if I poured into creating my own stage? That's how our live event was birthed. Wait, I need help with this thing in our business. What if I poured money into 
delegation and hiring someone. So I, I think we're, we're ready for this shift of what, what's the thing that, that, I, that I want and I desire that's going to catapult me closer to the truest version of myself. And that's going to be a really good indicator of who you need to talk to, what you need to do, who you need to invest in. I'm just personally sick of this starry-eyed false dream, false reality that's getting people caught up. And we both did too. And we're finally yes. out of it. We're like, thank the Lord. We talk about this every day. J-Bubs and I would be like, thank God we're out of it. Like we're out of it. And when we're out of it, it's like, I was, I was flopped. My glasses were covered in mud for so long and now I can finally see. So anyway, rant on your rant, but I think it's important. And it's, yeah, it's time that we move forward with actually what lights us up, not what we think is going to light us up. I could not agree with you more. And there is, I think this concept that we need to have this like huge following. We need to have like 50,000 followers or a blue check next to our name or a funnel with like a million people in it in order to um, make money in our businesses. And I think a lot of people, I agree, like we should all have financial abundance, but I think we've gotten that, like, I am seeing this in a lot of my clients and there's a lot of like cleanup work that has to happen because this very skewed perception of like, you can make a lot of money if you just do this process. And when we look at most of the population is generators and manifesting generators, they're taking the process that worked for them. Probably their sacral lit up when they saw it. Maybe they emotionally waved on it, whatever it may be. And they were like, that's the thing I'm going to do it. And then we've taken it and gone now. And we're generalizing that this works for everybody. Now I'm not going to, you know, you can't knock those people because they're just doing what is right for them. But we, I think get to learn is what's right for us, what works for us which segues me into you and I have been building our businesses alongside of each other. We met in 2018. I ended up moving to Denver end of the summertime, beginning of the fall, 2018. And we have built our businesses in the same co-working space, sitting next to each other. We've built it in, you know, in 324 square foot apartment. When I was hanging out on your couch for a month, we've built our businesses in an apartment in separate rooms. When we lived together over the summer, we don't build our businesses even like remotely similar. And like what works for you does not work for me. And what works for me does not work for you. And if we sat in those spaces together over the past, what is it? Four years at this point, crazy. We should do like a fifth year anniversary trip. Like let's go yes. somewhere cool. Okay. Absolutely. Done. <laughs> Put it in the cow. <laughs> we'll do it for like whenever I'll look back to when Thomas and I had that call scheduled and we'll just like do it on that yes. weekend. But, you know, I, I often say this, like sustainability for a lion versus a hummingbird is going to look very different. If you try to get a lion to operate like a hummingbird, it's going to burn out very quickly. If you try to get a hummingbird to get nutrients and food like a lion, which is like waiting around to pounce, it's going to die because it's not designed to do it in that way. So um, comparison is really robs you of joy, you know, and, and, and everything success, abundance, it robs you of absolutely everything. Yes. How has following your like learning to follow your gut? Yes. And no, what was that process like for you? And were you somebody who always followed because your sacral authority, which means your gut's going to give you that gut. Yes. Or gut. No, with creating things in your business, your life in general, were you always somebody who followed your gut? Have you started to tune into it more since learning about human design? What's, what's your relationship with your authority been? You know, it's funny now knowing what my authority is, it makes my entire life make sense. I have been a little girl who has always known what she's won since she was four years old. I just have always known. I've known what I wanted, what I wanted to eat, where I wanted to go. Like I've just, I've just always known. So now it makes sense. I I've, I feel very fortunate. I clearly have always been tuned into my sacral, my gut, yes, no. And I really, I contribute that to the environment I was raised in, really nurtured, following intuition, 
going with what feels good. But yeah, I've always been someone who's no, who knows what she wants, even to this day. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think, you know, the little, little Italian in me can sometimes make me come off as you know, a little bit stubborn of me knowing what I want. I, that's something that I think can be a little bit of a, a shadow side and opportunity for people who are sacral is your intense knowingness can sometimes come off as stubborn or maybe not open-minded to other ideas or other ways of doing things. So that resonates with you. How I've worked through that is knowing what I want to do and both and staying open to other possibilities. Just, I don't know what I don't know in my intense knowingness. However, my intense knowingness has catapulted me into whatever's going to come next. So yeah, I've always known to this day, anytime I'm faced with a decision, I, 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 even if it's a tough one, I, I just know in a couple of seconds I, and I'm able to tune into that. So I would say, you know, learning more about my design and aligning my life and business with that, I've just been able to supercharge it and really trust my gut more. And there have been times with my business partner, he's also sacral too, you know, but I think this is in my gene keys. There's, I know timing, like I know when to pounce, I know when it's time to go. And there are times where we know the decision because we're both just like, yes, no, yes, no. Like our decision-making sessions are gangster. I'm a, I love them. We're like, boom, 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 boom. But what I bring to the table, I'm like, I know that's a yes. I just, I don't think it's the right time. So I, I think we got to just wait. And I don't have words to give you an answer why. Just trust me. And I will, I'll let you know when it's time to go. And him trusting me in that, he actually shared this with me recently. He's like, Alex, you're just, you know, the timing on things. You just know. Like, I know, I don't have words. We just got to trust it. So he's actually been able to trust my knowing this more and my timing of when we need to go. And he really sees how that bolsters our decision-making process in our business. So I've just been able to supercharge it, stay more attuned to it, and most importantly, trust it more. And when I don't have words for things, I know that I need to wait. When I And you, we know that I'm good with words, right? I'm a freaking speaker who helps speakers. When your girl doesn't know the words, it's time to just pause and I'll, I'll know when it's time to go. Yes. Yeah. And I think with the sacral, this is something I just want to point out to anybody who's listening, who's a sacral. I've had multiple people with the sacral authority say to me, you know, it's a yes, but it's a not yet. Like they know. So I do think that like sort of like emotional authority, right? I have to wave on things and roll on things and feel into them from all sides. And then the timing, it's like when my wave settles, the time is exactly right. I think for you, it's interesting to note for those sacral people, like you will get the gut yes and no. And if you get a maybe, like a maybe yes, then it's a, probably a timing thing. You've also got the 3420, which is about like knowing when to pounce as well. Yeah. So so yeah, I think that's really good. If you don't have that in your chart, like the knowingness when to pounce, like I do, if it's a maybe, because there is no maybe, there's yes or no with sacral. So if it's like a maybe, not yet, just let that let that sit for a moment and check back in. And then once you get that yes or no, I feel like that's the, the time to go. And another thing too, because I got my bestie, my boyfriend, you're all emotional waivers, which is a, you know, it can be a little rattling for sacrals. I'm like, whoa, I'm floating around in the wave. What's going on here? Uh, we always joke around that they both put me through emotional wave boot camp. <laughs> and now I'm putting them through sacral boot camp. What's cool is I found with, with Jess, <clears throat> she kind of borrows my sacral sometimes and she'll come to me and she's like, you know what? I need, I'm going to spit this at you. You tell me what your gut says. So it's really cool. And, and this just, this is like a side little tangent here. It's really cool how the designs can work together and the authorities can work together. Uh, what my emotional wave peeps have taught me is trust my timing more, right? To me, that's my version of a wave and how I, I feel like I have poured into my emotional wave peeps is they get to borrow my yes, no. And they're just like waving hardcore on a decision. And they're like, okay, I'm done with this. I need to make a freaking decision. You know, Jess will come to me and be like, Alex, what do you think? I'm like, She's like, what does your gut say? I'm like that. She's like, okay, I trust yeah. you, but I'm going to give that a whirl. So it's just really cool. The more that I've owned everything about me, including my authority, I've actually been able to leverage that in my relationships and, and use it as a way to connect us and, and help my, the people that I love make decisions, which that lights me up. 
And I personally love it and get a lot of benefit out of it as well. I feel like, (laughs) and on top of it sometimes too, I think just knowing, um, knowing the people you love and their design and all those things can be really immensely helpful with that as well. I was actually thinking about how, um, we'll talk, we can talk about this. Everybody knows I left Tulum. Um, well, I don't know if everybody knows, but I put it on Instagram and you were like, I knew you weren't going to like it. I knew it wasn't going to be your vibe. I'm like, could your sacral have told me that when I was still emotionally (laughs) waving and made it and went and did it anyways. Yeah. 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 But I want to end on this because I know we're coming about to the end of time. Um, I want to talk just quickly about your, your pearl sequence, like your gene keys, because I think this leads really nicely into the thought leader year. And I'd really love for you to share with people about what the thought leader year is um, and how they can check that out. Something that I find really interesting. So we know if you listen back, if you haven't listened to them, you can go back and listen to the uh, last couple of podcasts that I did. I think it was episodes like two through five or two through six on the pearl sequence. When we look at um, the, the gene key, the part of the sequence, that's your vocation. One of the things that Alex, um, her vocation is in the gene key five. And it's interesting because it's the gift of patience. And when we look at it from a human design perspective, it's the energy of consistency and creating consistency in what we do. And what's neat is that her culture is actually the energy. It's the energy of the daredevil. It's the 28. Um, and it's funny. I found a, a def, uh, the gift, it's the gift of totality. And I found a definition of it online. That was like, all of life is a stage. And I was like, of course, that's exactly. Of course. Yeah. It's literally like, all in the damn chart people. What? Like what? <laughs> that's crazy. It's so crazy. Um, I'm going to have some new offerings out as well around the gene keys for anybody who wants to dive in a little bit deeper to their human design and gene keys for their business, because I'm like, this, this shit is insane. However, it's also this energy of this, this daredevil, like kind of allowing ourselves to jump into the unknown. And like, I think it's really neat because it's like your culture is how your business grows, what calls the right people towards your business. And there's this really neat to me kind of juxtaposition of like, be consistent in yourself, in your message, in taking action, in showing up, committing to step out of your comfort zone and step out of the unknown and come into this place of full, full embodiment of the character you're playing, the thing that you're doing, your message. Like to me, even that 28, it's like playing the role that we came here to play in this world to its fullness into its totality and, and allowing ourselves to be that daredevil as we fully embody the energy of who we came to be and what our message is, which I feel like is so much what you talk about. And then your life's work is that energy of the 55, which is the gift of freedom, right? Like what is true freedom and abundance but fully aligning what we do to make money with who we came here to be and what we experience fulfillment with, you know, the 55 even has that energy of abundance literally kind of caked into it. And it's this new paradigm of abundance and how we create abundance and freedom in our lives. Um, and I feel like you give people the freedom, you give people the space and you set the container in a way that allows people the freedom to fully be who they are and to fully do what they love. And in very MG fashion and Thomas is a generator, like you've built a pathway for people, you know, generators and manifesting generators, like they are builders, the manifesting generators, the time vendor, which you'll have to check out Alex's, um, Ted talk I'll put under here, which is, um, things don't take time. They take courage, but like what this amazing, kind of energy of when we look, we take a a look deeper than just the human design. And we start to look at this like prosperity sequence that's caked into your being. It's developing consistency, being patient, fully embodying the character that you came to be, allowing yourself to move into the unknown, take risk and allow life to be an adventure as you know, you find personal freedom and abundance in your life by fully being and embodying the energy of who you are. 
Um, and then the pearl that comes out of that, which I think is awesome as well is is the one, which is this like creative spark. It allows you to embody that energy of endless creativity for yourself. So um, I'd love any thoughts and reflections on that and then introduce us to the thought leader year, which embodies all of that. Oh my God. I was like, oh, I need to like revamp how I'm talking about thought leader year because we got to like, you got to help me. You gotta give me all those words, girl, because that, I was like, that's what I want. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's really cool. And, and this is why I love human design because to me, it's a tool to more so just affirm what's already been instead of this tool that, you know, I rely on as something outside of myself. So number one, I mean, Thomas and I have literally joked about this, that I am like psycho about freedom. It has been my number one core value my entire life. And I I just, I mean, sometimes it's like rigid. That's how much I value freedom. And it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's uncanny. I mean, again, it's all in the freaking chart. We got to get headbands or shirts or, or bracelets or that says it's all in the chart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just, it's wild that that's a huge part of, you know, how I make sense of the world and how I contribute to the world and how I grow this, this thing that I'm doing, because at the end of the day, like to me, what makes life meaningful is being who you want to be and doing what you want to do. Like life doesn't make sense in my freaking brain. If that's not the reality of like, like that's what we came here to do. And speaking is simply a manifestation to be who you want to be and do what you want to do. If you want to be healed, get your ass on stage. You want to face your shit, get your ass on stage. It is a place of pure presence, full surrender, and you have no idea what you're going to face. So actually that aligns perfectly with leaping into the unknown. Every stage is leaping into the unknown. It's, It's inherently built in. So this is like blowing my mind even more right now. Because it, yes, it's it's this it's this duality. It's constantly leaping into the unknown, but being on a sturdy ground. It's like having a little launch pad underneath your feet every time you're leaping into an unknown. And it doesn't mean leaping into the unknown doesn't mean you have to do something completely new every other day. Like I just shared, every stage that's a new unknown. You have no idea what you're going to face. You don't know what the hell you're going to say. Yeah, I equip you with a structure. We got a little outline, but once your butt gets up there, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's in that audience. You don't know what awaits you on the other side. So I think it's really cool to look at leaping into the unknown as what are just things in my daily life that I could leap into. You know, I look at if I ever have tension with my business partner or my boyfriend or anyone in my life, I look at that as an unknown to leap into. So it's really cool to bring this down. I think too often we see leaping into the unknown is like this big, I have to start something new and and it's, it's mega and it's massive. Like, no, every freaking moment, my, my my, tomorrow isn't as a new unknown. I don't fucking know what's going to happen. Yeah. I have my general structure in my calendar, but I don't know who I could run into. I don't know what magic awaits me. I have a couple of calls tomorrow that could lead to something really special. I don't know what awaits me. And it's really cool how I'm, mushing together my pearl sequence and what I, I believe I really invite all of well, all of my speakers into is just beyond comprehension, right? Just beyond what our mind can put words to and just beyond what our, our little squishy can put together. When we dance just beyond comprehension, that's where I believe real freedom lies. I'm getting chills just saying this. Like that's where your freedom lies. That's where everything you've dreamed of when you freaking astral travel from like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., right? Everything we, we want and we who we want to be and what we want to do, it's just beyond that line of comprehension. And that's what I feel like our whole brand is about. So one, one last thought, and I'll dive into to thought leader here. It's literally insane that my company is called Purpose Pioneers. Like what? I know. Are you? Like what? I know. Like, I can't even comprehend that. Like, that yeah. is berserko. How? Yeah. And, and this is what really, it, it instills, this is my belief, purpose pioneers. I didn't choose purpose pioneers. Purpose pioneers chose me. Like, it's just too crazy. And I, I feel that strongly with whatever you have in your heart right now. If, if, it's, if you're running the business of your dreams, you're like, this is it. Like, it chose you. Like, you didn't choose it. You just kept peeling back the layers to get to the truest part of yourself. And then that is when 
our freaking chart and gene keys and sequence can finally manifest. So to me, it just, it keeps me connected to source and Gus and the higher power of, I'm not choosing any of this stuff, like maybe in a way that I am, but it really is magnetizing towards me because you just can't make this stuff up. How the hell did I, how the hell did we pick purpose pioneers? Come on. And the crazier thing I'm just realizing, and I just looked this up, is that with Karen Curry Parker's um, quantum human design language, your pearl, which is like the gift that comes out of you embodying these energies, because you're right. If we actually try to conceptualize and go from the mind, like even Gene Keys, it's all about um, embodiment. It's all about meditation, contemplation, allowing the key to unlock something inside of you. And I'm just laughing because the one, like the pearl, the gift that comes out of it, according to her language. And I know it's like human design and gene keys are not necessarily one in the same, but they're the same gates. It's the gate of purpose. Oh my. All right. I'm done. I know. That's it. The ability (laughs) to know the authentic self and a deep connection with a life's purpose. I can't. Like I can't. Wait, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. I got to read this to you. The lesson or challenge to discover a personal meaningful world-changing narrative that aligns with a sense of purpose and mission. I am to learn to love yourself enough to honor the idea that your life is a canvas and you are the artist. What you create with your life is the contribution you give to the world. I can't. I basically just said that prior to you reading that. So I'm out. Literally. See you later. We're done. (laughs) Find me in a just cannonballing into an unknown. Leap with me. I'll see you there. (laughs) We'll see you there. Oh my God. It's amazing. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, that was, oh my Thought goodness. I think year. that's a perfect, yes. Perfect. <laughs> you see what happens? Like this is literally, I'm so freaking present. I often forget to talk about like literally what I do. <laughs> People sometimes have to ask me like, Hey, can you tell me your services? Cause I'm really interested. I'm like, shit, my bad. <laughs> yeah. I know. But anyway, anyway, uh, everything Jess was saying and in describing my whole Pearl Sweet sequence, you know, it's really cool talking about but trial and erroring and trying a bunch of stuff and, you know, just finding my grounding in, in my business. Thought Leader Year finally is the purest representation of the gifts that I want to bring to the world and how I want to help entrepreneurs be that speaker, be that thought leader. So really what it, what it is, it's a year long container. And that to me, it's so special and so meaningful because that is a year of commitment. That is a year of consistency. I realize with myself, I don't, because again, I've tried it all. I don't want to do one-off sessions. I don't want to just say, okay, let's do this thing and then go off and do, go, go give it a whirl and, and hope it works. I have found the people that are most successful in our community are the ones that commit. They go all in. They show up on the days where they don't even want to show up. They really hurl their self, hurl themselves into their gift. So it's this year-long container where you get an entire thought leader team. And that's another thing that's really important. I believe behind every greatness is an even greater team that can lift you up. You're not supposed to do this alone. You're not supposed to sit in your house trying to come up with a message and a talk. You're not supposed to do this alone. This is really a, a collective effort because at the end of the day, you're a thought leader furthering a movement and a movement moves through its people. You, you need to, to relax into having the right team behind you that can get you to that promised land. So you get an entire thought leader, your team for the whole year, which is gangster and amazing. And I'm amazing. one of those people. So if you're liking what you're hearing, you get to hang out with me all the time. And what we're focusing on is helping you implement our proven method. It's called the movement method, which is designed to do three important things when you're really ready to step into your speaking gift, get you on the right stages, right? And that can be as a, a stage like a podcast, Jay Bubs has rocked it with podcasts. My goodness. Like ask her about that. She has crushed it. It could be something, you know, as, as little as, I don't know, a Facebook live interview all the way to those in-person stages. So getting you on the right stages with the right people in the room, this is huge in your message being received. My deepest desire for our speakers is that you speak a message to people that want to listen to you. Do you know how incredible that feeling is? You no longer have to scroll and post and be begging for your people's attention. I want you in rooms where people are begging for your attention. And that is possible with right rooms, right people. And then of course saying the right things. It's all about not just speaking to speak, 
but speaking to move, using your words as powerful influence to move the needle forward, to completely shift the way people see and do things, to invite them for all my man gens and manifestors into that activation, right? To me, the stage is an activation experience. You're fucking waking people up to something, whatever it is. Right, so it's right room, right stages, right people saying the right things. This way you can turn all that magic you're creating on stage into a movement off the stage. So we're working on how to create that endless supply of stages that are perfect for you, right? Going back to what we were talking about, it's this is not you know, a one size fits all. We're always leaning into like what works for you and your design and your movement. I like to see our program as structure so you can flow. It's not a process, it's more of a structure and it's like, it's like when you go to Michael's and you get that white canvas <laughs> and then you start to fill it in with paint, right? Mm -hmm. We're the white canvas. We, we give you that baseline structure, those parameters, and you get to weave and ebb and flow in a way that feels really good for you. Because at the end of the day, this is your speaking gift. It is so sacred and so special. It has to come to fruition in full alignment with who you are. That is how you're going to experience that magnetism. So we're working on finding the stages. We take you through the entire booking process because that can be a little bit of a new world that you're stepping into. We're helping you really position yourself as not just a coach or a healer or entrepreneur, but a thought leader in your industry. That that more to to you know what is possible for you. So creating that brand, creating that positioning, and then most importantly what's the message, right? That's really what we've become known for. We're, we're word wizards, just the way that we see the words and, and constructing them in a way that's concise, that's potent, that's powerful, and that can really create that gravitational pull and, and reawaken a place in someone's heart that's been dormant for a long time and, and be using this message. Like it's like this freaking like force, right? And you're yielding it and, and taking it from stage to stage. And that right there I've seen has give, uh, given a lot of our speakers immense clarity, not only in what they're speaking about, but even down to their business and what they're offering. So that, that crystal clarity of who you are, what you're speaking about creates that beautiful foundation. So. NBD, all of that. Yes. <laughs> I know that was like an extra, I was like, all right, I, let me just go all in and really give them the feels of, of what happens here. It. But in short, it's a year of magic. You commit, you stay consistent, you stay aligned. And that's when you experience the momentum, the mastery, the magnetism. Like this is not one of those things where you're thinking about it and learning about it. You're learning and doing at the same time, yeah. learning and implementing. And that is what keeps you in motion. If you want clarity, clarity only happens in the arena, right? You want abundance and joy and fulfillment. It only happens in the arena. So the biggest thing is just keeping you in that momentum as you're birthing this thing from your freaking being. Yes. And I just want to say exactly what you said is that this is your programs are really a container for people to grow as opposed to this being like we talked about, like, here's this method that's proven to make you $9 million by tomorrow. This is really this, this energy of, um, who are you? What is your message? Like, what are you here to bring? What's the transformation you're here to bring? And you really practice very deep empathy and helping people go into their hearts to get connected to themselves, to get connected to their message. And then you give them a structure to flow through me as a manifester. I am not great with like other people's structures. And I found that what you create is a container that really has allowed me to go. Oh yeah, that is what I do. And oh yeah, that is how I do it. Oh yeah. This is a way that I can actually explain this to people or put it out into the world in a way that's really cohesive and actually is going to awaken people to who they are. So um, where can the good people find this program? I'm going to put it in the show notes also, but. Yep. So first and foremost, just head to purposepioneers.com. This way you can learn more about who we are, our movement, our energy, just all the things. And then thought leader year is thoughtleaderyear.com. So check it out. Uh, even though it is March, it, you can still hop in. There's still time. We'll catch you up to speed and have an amazing year together. So I'll, I'll make sure to give that all to you, all to you J-Pups. And also, amazing. 
If you want to get your toes wet, you're like, all right, what's this, this awesome stuff that this crazy lady is talking about? I always like to extend an invitation to our community. That's where you can really start to be in the frequency. You can feel the energy of our movement, right? Like that's Jess has taught me that so well, like the energy alignment really is important, right? Cause we not, we're not going to be for everyone just like, you know, with the business I'm you're running, you're not for everyone. everyone. Yeah. J Bob's yeah. isn't for everyone. Yeah. So being in the community, you can really get a feel for who we are, our values, how we show up. And we're always doing badass stuff in there. Q and A's, uh, expert interviews, and we're always doing amazing stuff to pour into our speakers so we can help continue to activate you. So make sure to join that if you have any, just like a little ounce of, I think I'm feeling ready to, to go share my speaking gift. It's a great home for your movement and we would love to have you in there. Amazing. And I'll put a link to that below as well. Yes. Al, thank you so much for being here. This was super yeah. fun to just talk and talk about all thank the things. You. Thank you for sharing your experiences and uh, I'll see the rest of you back here on the next episode of the Love Your Woo podcast. Make it a great day. Hey, hey, thanks so much for being here and listening to this episode of the Waking Up With Jess podcast. If you liked today's episode, I'm going to ask you to do one of three things. Number one, leave a rating. Number two, leave a review. And number three, if you think it could help a friend out in need, go ahead and send it to them. I greatly appreciate your support when you rate the podcast or leave a review. It helps other awesome and amazing listeners such as yourself find the podcast. And I love people and I love friends and I love people's friends. So being able to spread the love through your network is another really great way to support people and to support the show. All right, y'all make it a great day. And I will see you back here on the next episode of the Waking Up With Jess podcast.